0: What do you want them to do, and how are you going to get it done? It doesn't have to look the same as everybody else. You don't have to do exactly what Jim McNally, Bob Wiley, all those legend offensive line play. It doesn't have to look exactly like those guys do it. As long as you know it, understand it, can fix it, you have the answers. What do you want them to do, and how do you want them to get it done?
1: The Cool Clinic gets started tomorrow, Thursday, May 19th. Kicked off by John Gruden speaking about what he looks for in an offensive line coach. I was able to see a little preview of that one. I know coach has something great in store for you. And overall... Been able to see a lot of these as we've done some test sessions with the different coaches. Everybody's really prepared and it's going to be another outstanding clinic. We had to record offensive line coach of the Grey Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Marty Costello, ahead of time because he has rookie camp. And so what we're sharing on today's podcast is part of his talk from 2021 where he was focused on pass pro as well as an introduction to what he's going to be talking about here in 2022, the inside zone, the tight zone play, and the different fundamentals. As you'll hear from Coach Wiley here, Coach Costello has made his way all over the ranks of football, working at small colleges all the way up to his position now as the offensive line coach for Winnipeg. Because coaches had to work with all kinds of different types of linemen, He's really been able to put together things that are going to work for different body types, for different types of linemen, and he shares some of that philosophy here today. I find that this is very useful for everybody at any level, and there's some great takeaways from this one. So we'll kick this off with an introduction from Coach Wiley, talking about Coach Costello, and then we'll go into uh, part of his presentation, the introduction to his presentation from 2021. And then we'll share the beginning of his presentation from 2022. You can register for the Cool Clinic, which I highly recommend, at cool2022.coachesclinic.com. I know this is a clinic designed for the offensive line coach, but really, If you are looking to learn the game and really get into the nuts and bolts of the game, it happens up front. It starts up front, and I think you'll just improve your football knowledge regardless of what position or what side of the ball you coach. Highly recommend attending this. Again, it's cool. 2022.coachesclinic.com. Register. It will include one month to Cool Plus, which is a new subscription that will have all the historical content. Coach gave me 88 DVDs to convert to digital. Uh, Those are going to be a a part of this, as well as new content every month. You're definitely going to want to check that out. And your registration to the 2022 COOL Clinic will get you access for one month to that. So here's Coach Wiley introducing Coach Marty Costello. Good
2: morning, gentlemen. From all over the planet, right? I tell you, we had eight great speakers, right? Thursday night and last night. And how about Herb Hand? Right. Was he on a roll? He was on a roll. He, he was on a mission last night. Right. That that was fantastic. OK. And I, and I still we was talking this morning about Keith Carter in, in, in the uh, uh, <laughs> he's in a closet giving a clinic. I thought that was fantastic. It's, you know, true mushroom guys, true mushroom guys. Adam, Paul Alexander always does a, a great job. Great over the years, uh, fantastic, great, really great speakers that we had. Jeff Quinn has been coming for the clinic for years. It was really, really good. Alex Narabal, he, uh, I mean, everybody that spoke, okay, really did a wonderful job. And uh, so now this morning, okay, we got a young man, Marty Costello. Marty's been coming to the clinic. I think his first one he told me was in 2002. OK, he's been coming to the clinic since 2019 like years, whatever, how many years he's been coming. All right. And uh, Marty, he, he's been in a lot of different small division two, II, division three schools. All right. He's driven from Missouri. He's driven over from Nebraska. He's driven down from Wisconsin and Montana to come to the clinic. He worked his way up and, and the poor guy, unfortunately, ended up being my assistant for me, the poor kid. All right. But anyway, that's another story. And uh, he worked his way up and, and uh, got the offensive line seat at Winnipeg. And they won the Cup. And they led the CFL three years in a row in rushing. And that's not easy to do when you only have three down offense. That's not easy to do, okay? That's a, quite a challenge, okay? And they won the Cup in 2019. Obviously, 2020, there wasn't a season. Now we're going get to get ready to get back up. But you are going to love this presentation and i we talk, i was talking to marty this morning and i said hey you know these guys the last two nights they set the bar high this is a high bar today so marty costello where are you pal get up on the screen so i can see you you're up buddy it's your show
0: all right. I appreciate uh, appreciate that intro. Only half that stuff was was uh, lies, Wiles. Uh, but I do appreciate <laughs> you having me and, and Coach Grabowski for setting me up down to business here. All right. I'm going to talk about some, some tackles and some pass pro stuff. I think it'll be interesting for you. Some of this stuff will be the same as, as Joe Gilbert. Some of it will be a little different. Some of it will be the same as Bobby Johnson. Some of it will be a little different. You got to be able to find your own spin. But one of the first things I always talk about when I talk is, I truly believe the offensive line are this true skill players of an offense, right? It's a learned ability. It's a learned skill blocking, right? And and I truly believe that those are the real skill players, right? You don't go to a city park or a local high school gym and see a a four-year-old kick sliding, going backwards, punching his hands forward, right? You see little kids, four years old, running and walking and jumping and throwing and, and you know, Coach Alexander talked about the, the reflexes and motor development last night. Well, that stuff comes naturally, but but uh, pass protection to me is the most unnatural skill in any sport. So if, if you can ask my wife anything and she'll tell you the offensive linemen are the real skill players of an offense. Pass pro to me is the most unnatural skill. It takes the most amount of time to develop. So one of the things that we've tried to do is we try to find a way to create control coaches. We're big cliche people. Everybody says control what you can control, right? Attitude, effort, all those things. Well, we try to control pass pro in our mind as much as we can, right? And and, and I've heard this analogy before. I liken it to a baseball pitcher. You know, Nolan, Ryan, some of those guys, great baseball pitchers could throw a fastball like no other. Well, eventually hitters start to catch up to them or they get onto that stuff. So you, you have to have a second pitch. You have to have a third pitch you have to keep them off balance in pass protection. And I'm going to talk about some of that stuff as we go. All right. Coaching the old line to me, it's not drill drill work or making them look the same at, at maybe where I started at the cool clinic, I'd go to the clinic and I'd come home and we go, okay, we got to do this drill and guys all got to look the same. Well, as I've, as I've grown and developed, it's not quite right. Cause uh, everybody's built different. And especially in the CFL, we, we got players from Northern Canada. We got players from the Southern United States. We got global players now right? And they're built differently. So our six foot one guard can't do the same things that our six, six tackle can do. So you have to learn to coach those guys a little differently to fix their weaknesses and also accentuate their strengths. That's a big thing for me is find what they do well and then continue to make it better. I also believe guys handle coaching different. You need to get to learn and get to know your players. Some guys, you can yell at them and they'll play. Some guys, if you yell at them, they they tuck their tail and won't be able to play the next couple of plays. So you got to understand your players. You got to be a little bit of a psychologist and and understand what makes them tick. And then one of the things that we do is we try to create positive mental and physical habits, right? Try to create physical habits, drills, meetings, all those things. We also try to create mental positive mental habits. You talk to you, you listen to Wiley talk and he always talks about flush it, move on, all those things, but we try to talk about what the mindset is before the play, then the play happens, then we learn from it, flush it, move on, right, one of the things I do on, on game day on the sideline is obviously you make adjustments, you know, you do what you have to do as far as scheme wise, but I'm like their biggest cheerleader on game day, right, I'm trying to keep them in the right mindset or get them in the mindset that we need to try to win football games, all right, Number three, I think you always got to try to add and build on the toolbox. You got to have base skills, but then you got to have change-ups. You got to have other skills that they can go to when something's not working, right? So you have a 10-play drive and they get beat on the second play of the drive. They got to adjust on their own and, and be able to transition and go to something else in the middle of that drive, right? To me, real confidence comes from them being prepared and them being educated and them having a toolbox to pull from, all right? Number four, it's a big thing for me right now, right? What do you want them to do and how are you going to get it done, right? It doesn't have to look the same as everybody else. You don't have to do exactly what Jim McNally, Bob Wiley, all those legends offensive line play. It doesn't have to look exactly like those guys do it. As long as you know it, understand it, can fix it, You have the answers, what do you want them to do and how do you want to get it done? I'm really big into that right now. Uh, Going into the game, we have both a technique and a scheme game plan. This is what I want the blocks to look like this week, or this is how we got to approach this. Number five, I I really believe that you win the block on the first two or three steps. In the pass pro, I I believe you win the block on your pass set. Everything else to me is effort and finish, right? Uh, I got a clip for you. We're playing in the gray cup in 2019. And we're out there doing the same drills that I had our rookies doing on day one of rookie camp in 2019, right? So we practice those fundamentals all year round. And I do believe you win with those things, right? And then most of, the, most of this stuff, guys, uh, as well said, I was a small college coach, Division two, II, Division three, NAI, shoot, back in 2003, I, I worked at a school in, in, Dan, in Blair, Nebraska, Dana College. There was hundred football players. There was 600 students. Uh, 10 years later, the school isn't even in operation anymore. So I've been at some small places, all right? But many of these same drills, principles apply. I teach a lot of the same things. And and I would tell you that most of those ideas have been taken from other coaches and taken from the cool clinic. So I'm a pretty good thief is really what I am. Before we get into the clips, last thing I want to talk about is just what we do during the course of the week, okay? So in order to get ready for a game day, what I do is, is I have three screens going when I'm watching tape. And I'm watching tape on one screen. Okay. I have my data on another screen. And then on my third screen, I'm typing notes for the offensive coordinator protection notes, run game notes, all those other things. And then in front of me, I'm handwriting a sheet for the offensive line about the defense, right? So I take notes on the defensive linemen. In the CFL, I'm the one man gang as far as offensive line coaches. I don't have assistants. I don't have GAs. I don't have anybody helping me with that stuff. So I got to do it myself. So What I do is I list the jersey numbers of the front seven players. I put their main and the subs, I put their main moves up there. Um, So example, I put 97. He likes to spin to his right or he's a left arm club guy. He likes to right arm rip, et cetera. And so then during the week with the players, the tackles, we create a game plan for one on one against those DNs and with the guards with, with the D tackles. Okay, During practice days, then we're working on ways to execute that plan. You know, we may be sliding to this player this week, or, hey, when you're one-on-one with 99, here's what I want you to do, or here's what he likes to do, so here's what we're going to do. So I I think you have to do that, all right? And then we have DB Sport. One of the things I love is the quick cut system, right? So what it is, is you have 10 total lockers, uh, and it just corresponds with your keyboard zero through nine. And so as I'm watching a clip, I can hit, I mean, I can hit all nine, 10 buttons if I want, and it'll automatically auto-populate a cut up or a locker, right? And so the three that I use for the offensive tackles, number one is I have one that says show the offensive tackles. Well, it just makes a cut up things that I want to make sure I cover with the tackles. Number two is all the moves of the D line. So if I see a really good move on the D line, man, it goes into a folder, it goes into a locker, and then those guys are watching that. And then the third thing is, is the defensive scheme to study. So when we're doing blitz period, when we're doing our walkthroughs, or if there's things that we need to cover. We're doing that right there. So that's one of the things I do to try to prepare them during the week. Now, this next slide, I, I know this is hard to see, it's my own handwriting, which is bad in general. I failed in, in elementary apparently, but you know, here, here's just my point is I put the team up here, here's a DN, all right, here's a DN, here's their name. And then I list all those moves the old line for the, for them to see okay number 97 his hands are quick okay so we got to be careful when we, when we go to punch 97 because he's really good at swatting hands all right number 41 when when he's uh, when he's in this queue off position here's what he likes to do and so i, I just give those guys my notes and, and
2: my feedback before we get going
1: so that's the beginning of coach's talk from the 2021 Cool Clinic. I'll put a link to his entire talk, definitely worth looking at, uh, and it's available on CoachTube, on the Cool Clinic channel. That link will be in the show notes. Before we get into the beginning of his talk from 2022, I want to mention our partner, Recon Sports Coach Costello mentioned how he's the one-man show for Winnipeg. Doesn't have GAs, doesn't have assistants. He has to do it all on his own, and he had a great process for doing that. But I think if you can get more out of your tools that you already have, you're going to have a better game plan, and you're going to be able to better teach your players, and that's exactly what GetReconsports.com does for you. Within their software, they auto-populate additional columns for you, which is going to provide a better breakdown. You're able to put together playlists and give your players some visual graphics that help them better understand the game. The days of just assigning a playlist and telling your players to go watch this, I think those are over. You have to be more organized with what you do. You have to provide them information that really is going to efficiently teach them the game plan. And that's exactly what Recon Sports has put together. We had an episode with Dan and Danny Davis. Danny is the founder of Recon Sports and Dan Davis is his father. And we talked about the importance of data and analytics and then how that plays into something like Your huddle system, as well as the add on of Recon Sports. So, you're going to want to check that out at getreconsports.com. The link to that is in the show notes. Here's the beginning of Coach Costello's talk, which is going to be focused on the tight zone and wide zone for the 2022 Cool Clinic.
0: Today, fellas, I'm going to talk about some of the things we do in the zone running game, more so the tight zone, a little bit of wide zone mixed in. And then uh, towards the end, I'm going to give you some. Some different backside adjustments that we do to try to help slow the slow the defense down so before we start i just want to make sure that that i thank the guys that have uh, been very fortunate enough to work with you know I've been we, we've had some guys that have been around since 2016 here in winnipeg stan and patty and yosh and mikey c and then jeff joined us 2017 sometime after he got done listening to, to wiles talk about stretching there in cleveland so but we've had a lot of good players come through here and uh, let me tell you guys they, they make me look really good that's the the main reason i'm sitting here today so thanks to those guys so as we get started here some of the things i want to talk about before we get into some clips and some practice stuff is some of the things that we believe and, and some of the things that we coach here in winnipeg and i think that it really leads us to where we want to get to and i believe that it sets the tone for our room and for our team so you know, we're looking for tough, physical guys who play with effort. Our defensive coordinator, Richie Hall, has been here in the league for a long time. And, and, he, and you hear him say all the time, mistakes can be covered up with effort. All right. And, and I truly believe that we're, we're, we're looking for guys that want to play a tough, physical brand of football. All right. Secondly, we need, we need guys that communicate. We need guys that communicate to coaches. We need guys that can communicate back and forth to each other. Uh, you know, Wiles has, has always said, communication is 80% of the game, and, and I believe that, all right? You know, third, we're looking for people that can block the right guys, right? We're trying to eliminate the, the mental uh, breakdowns and assignment errors. You know, the above three give us a chance. You know, we try to focus on what we can control and control what we can control. and And, you know, really, at the end of the day, we're going to try to just Play our style, and if the other team is better than us, or they play a better game than we do, then then maybe they'll beat us. But we want to make the other team beat our best and, and not hurt ourselves. So those those first three things I think really give us a chance. Okay, next, but definitely not least in this terms, we're, we're looking for guys that can be technically sound. Right for us, it's a never ending process. All right, what one of the things that we do is is you know in, in grading production is what matters the most. All right, the 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 imp, the technique and the things that we can improve on. Hey, that that's constant. Uh, th- there's always some tinkering going on, some hey, try this, do that. All right, let's clean this up a little bit. But at the end of the day, it, it really the production is, is what matters the most. And kind of learned that over the years. When I was a young coach, I, I used to grade guys out and show them their grades. And like I couldn't figure it out. I had grades guiding out like 30%, 40%. And I'm showing guys this and they're looking at me like, what the hell, coach? And I'm like, well, oh, okay you know, if, if everything wasn't perfect, I wouldn't give them a very good grade. So I've, I've learned over the years that, you know, really what matters is did they get their job done or not? We're looking for for finishers. We're looking for people that can finish. And uh, we, we believe that the, the comment that we have here is the whistle tells you to finish. All right. We want guys that fit in and buy into what we're doing. All right. Uh, we, we're, uh, I'm a huge believer in the unit chemistry and trust. And those guys got to uh, believe in each other. They got to play together all right? And and when they're on the field, they got to care and, and love one another. And, and when you get those things, uh, I truly believe it shows. And I'm going to show you some clips of, of what I'm talking about. And then I'm we're, we're looking for guys who are consistent, right? I, I appreciate consistency more than ever. Guys that can come in and, and do what they have to do day in and day out. That You always know what you're going to get from them. There's no ups and downs. We're looking for guys that can just come in and, and control their mind and every day be the same individual, all right? So, Let's take a look at some clips. You know, First of all, I wanna just talk about um, you know, how we, we, so as we get into choosing some drills, I, this is something that's been in my office, something I share with the guys all the time, um, something that I learned in, in set, setting up for this clinic that I always thought Aristotle said it, but you know, he said a version of it and then a philosopher named Will Durant actually interpreted into that. But this is what I believe the offensive line is all about. We are what we repeatedly do, right? Excellence then is not an act, but a habit it's the way we carry ourselves, it's the way we operate every day, all right? So in looking at some of the drills I'm gonna talk about today, and and some of the things I wanna show you is, is when I'm looking at our drills, I I really wanna look at what I'm focused on is, is what do I want them to do and how are they gonna get their job done, okay? What do I want them to do? How do I want our zone play to look, right? that may be different than anybody else, but this is what we do and, and how do I want our guys to accomplish that? All right. Um, Secondly, right. I I think that as a coach, our job is to solve and correct problems, right? We're watching tape all the time and you see something, you're like, I'm not sure I like that or this doesn't quite fit right or, um, you know, the timing is off. Well, we're we're identifying problems and we're we're correcting them. Right. I I really believe that's what we do as coaches. And then obviously we need to understand that players are built different mentally and physically. All right. And and I talked about this last year when I talked about pass pro, they're not all built the same right? Our right tackle can do things that our left guard can't, right? And and mentally, they're all different as well. So when we're we're choosing drills, we got to sometimes figure out things to help one guy that may not help the other guy, right? I think that's what we do as coaches, all right? For us, our training priorities, right? We always start training the mind and the eyes first, and then we go to the feet, and then we go to the hands. That's the order that we work in, okay? I believe you win the block on the first two steps. Everything else is effort and finish, OK, so when we're talking a lot about our tight zone or our wide zone, our double teams, I'm talking a lot. Getting How do we get into the fit of that double team? And then from there, it's just how they finish it. Right. But I had to make sure that we get into the proper position to start with. And that matches up with point number four here, the one page book that I'll talk about in a minute. All right. I believe uh, especially as, as offensive line men, offensive line coaches. Right. We win the game with fundamentals. OK, two years in a row, we've been fortunate enough here to play in the Grey Cup which is our championship here in Canada. And we're doing some of our base drills. We're doing some of our base fundamental drills, some of the same things that I'm doing in rookie camp and training camp right now. We're going to do day one, day two, day three, uh, leading up to the Grey Cup game. So we're going to practice those fundamentals all season long. Day three, our guys know we get a very short individual period on day three up here of our work week. And we're going to do the same drills every week right? And those uh, obviously all same fundamental drills. I mentioned this briefly before, but you know, one day uh, Wiles and Paul Charbonneau was the O-line coach in Ottawa, a great coach over there. Uh, we, we always joked that we're going to write a book one day. It's going to be a one-page book. And it, it really is. What is the exchange between the quarterback and the tailback, right? And what is the path of the running back and how does that affect us as offensive linemen and what we're trying to get to? All right. Wiles talked about it for years, the angle of departure, Uh, how you leave the line of scrimmage, okay? And then last but not least in our drills, I always try to find ways to finish and sustain the blocks, okay?
1: Thank you again for listening to the podcast. Remember to go to cool2022.coachesclinic.com to register for this year's clinic. Follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski and follow all we do at coordinator.com.